Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. This morning we're going to dive into our coach's clipboard heading into tonight's blockbuster between the Sydney Roosters and the Manly Seagulls. We're going to kick off, first of all, with Trent Robinson's clipboard. So the guys from the Manly Seagulls that I think he will be most worried about. Now, obviously, the Manly Seagulls are coming off a big loss last week to the Melbourne Storm. Uh, really showed up a lot of deficiencies in this football team and also showed a real blueprint of how to defeat the Manly Seagulls. But it is a lot easier said than done. And yes, coaches like Trent Robinson will be able to see the way that Craig Bellamy did it. But is he going to have the troops to be able to execute that same plan? It's going to be a very interesting matchup. I guarantee the Manly Seagulls will pl- won't play as poorly again this week. They really got their pants pulled down last week, especially their forward pack. Uh, I know a lot of people wanted to blame Turbo for not having a massive game. But when your pack gets absolutely dominated like that, unless your name is Brad Fittler or Andrew Johns, it is very difficult difficult to have much impact on your team when, you, when you're just going backwards the entire game. I think off the back of that, DCE and Foz, probably not their best game, under a lot of pressure playing off the back foot. Uh, wasn't a great game by those two either. So all round, a bit of a shit fight for the Manly Seagulls. Other guys had very poor games, including Morgan Harper and whatnot. Uh, but this Manly Seagulls side, I, I don't think they'll be panic stations, to be honest with you. I know that DCE, he's a real competitor. Everyone I talk to in our game that has a relationship with DCE just speaks about how competitive he is as the leader of this side. I think he's going to have them up for it. So I'm really looking forward to this clash. And look, if I'm Trent Robinson, the three guys or the three aspects I've got written down on my clipboard, of course, the first one has to still be Tom Trevojevic. He might have had uh, minimal impact on the game last week, but he's had a season that... Uh, I believe we haven't seen before. I think as well, Tom Trevojevic will be well and truly aware that for the last few months, people have compared his seasons to Benny Barber, Jared Hayne, including myself, and have said, no, nah, he's playing better footy. He's already jumped ahead of them. Now, you've got to think that if Manly lose this game and they go out in straight sets in the finals, I think it diminishes that. 
Incredibly, like a lot. I think it really, really knocks his season around as far as how we look back on it. Because you have Barber, you had Hainsey. Yes, they didn't win a premiership, but they both took their teams to the grand final. Granted, on the other side, Tom Trevojevic has dominated Origin as well during his season, but finals footy is where it counts for me. So a, a bit of pressure coming into this game on Tommy Turbo. And obviously guy that he can just dominate from anywhere and up until last week I sort of thought even if his forwards aren't winning the ruck he can just go and win it for them probably a different kettle of fish against the Melbourne Storm though obviously coming into this game against the Sydney Roosters a bit of a different side but I have no doubt that Trent Robinson he'll be relying heavily on Drew Hutchinson's kicking game to try and take Turbo out of this you saw the way that Munster just dropped it on his head a lot of bombs a lot of grubbers into corners and whatnot just trying to minimize the impact that he can have on this game. So no doubt whatsoever, Trent Robinson, he'll be trying to take Turbo out of the game as much as he possibly can. What I've got written down here for Turbo, the man to stop in this side, the best way to defend Tom is to win the middle and minimize momentum opportunities. Melbourne didn't give an inch through the middle and it's ruined Tom. So completely agree there. Obviously, I wrote it, so I agree. But I think if you can control the the, the centre third, you minimise the opportunities that Tom Travojevic can have. I think Hacho's kicking game is going to be crucial as well, but we'll touch on that a little bit later. Now, number two on Trent Robinson's list is a guy that people probably aren't expecting. I've got Marty Tapao here. Now, I think Marty Tapao, he actually started all right in that game last week, but then was blown off the park. And he's the sort of alpha guy in this forward pack for me. Uh, He really needs to have a big performance here. Rumors are that he was told during the week that he's unwanted by the club heading into 2022. He can talk to other clubs if he would like. They're not going to stand in his way. So here's a guy, one, coming off. A game where it was blatantly obvious to everyone the forward pack got bullied. To me, he's sort of the aggressive face of this forward pack. Yes, they got Jake Tavoyevich, who's probably the you know the captain of this forward pack, but Marty Tapao, he would have taken last week personally. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. So you got a guy who's had his pants pulled down, he's embarrassed, and then this week it's been revealed that Reportedly, he's been told he can look elsewhere next year. So this is a guy also playing for a contract. And there's no better stage to try and earn a contract elsewhere than in the finals on the biggest stages. So I think Marty Tapao is in for a big game tonight. I think he's going to be fired up for this one. He's going to be ready to rip in. And the, the best thing about Marty Tapao, obviously he's a big body. You know, He works out with the Olympic weightlifting site. He's fast, quick, he's strong, mobile. He's, he's got it all, Marty Tapao. But it's his offload that really kills sides and I think Trent Robinson will be well aware of this obviously going to this game with a bit of a lighter pack than what they usually have or even lighter than what they've had the last few weeks Takiaho out of this game so Isaac Liu moves into the front row but when you have a look at that bench yes you get Nat Butcher back but it's pretty light outside of that so forwards they're going to have to really aim up on Marty tonight and he's not the only forward to watch of course but he's the one that I've highlighted because it's it's when Marty power starts to offload that Manly play their best footy that's when they play their second phase footy. That's how you tied out your your middle forwards for the Sydney Roosters and I just don't think they have enough in the engines of the guys they do have at the Chooks to be able to counter that. So they need to stop his offloads and not let him get momentum like the Melbourne Storm did last week. Let's talk Marty Tapao. I've got written down here the alpha forward in this footy side off the back of being bullied and reportedly told his services won't be needed next year. Marty will be hungry 
uh, need to limit offloads. Manly second phase footy is elite. What I mean by that is, of course, once they do get second phase footy, you got Chez, you got Foz, you got Tom Travojevic. They just click into gear and they're able to swing the ball. 25 metres in three seconds either way. The football moves so quickly on this Manly Seagulls team. And even if it's not in the hands of those guys, you end up getting it to Olukowatu or Josh Schuster out on the edges. And these two, they can both pass, they can both run, they can both break tackles, they can both offload. So there is just points all over this field if you allow second phase footy. And if you do, and it lands in the arms of Tom Travojevic, you're in serious trouble. You know he's going to get that extra 10 metres. He's going to get you on the back foot. If it lands in the, in the arms of Chez, you know that ball, it could be on either sideline within the next two or three seconds. So very dangerous. You need to limit the offloads of Marty Tapao because he does, he can get a little bit offload happy at times. He can make mistakes off the back of that as well. But if he lands them and they will be prepared for the Manly, they will know that they want to move this Roosters pack around. They want to tie them out. So I'm expecting plenty of offloads from this side. And I think Marty Tapao, he will top that list if the Roosters do not handle him. Number three is the skipper, DCE. We mentioned him. He is a competitor. He is a real competitor. And I think this week would have really, really hurt him. Now, what you find with DCE, I heard the YKTR boys talking about it during the season. They mentioned it this week as well. And they're spot on. It's something that I've noticed off the back of them pointing out. When DCE comes off a quiet or a poor game, you notice the next week he runs a lot. Keep an eye on DCE in the really early sets tonight. He will run the football. He will take the Sydney Roosters on. And this is when DCE is at his most dangerous because he has got a really underrated and underappreciated running game that not enough people talk about. Obviously, he's got that connection on the right edge with Olakuatu as well, uh, which really didn't hit its straps last week. In fact, in defense, it was really found out. So it was a tough night at the office for them. No doubt, DCE, he's going to be someone that the Roosters are going to target. I have no doubts about that whatsoever. I think the, the Melbourne Storm did show the other day that if you can get to the inside shoulder of DCE enough, there will be points that will come from that. But Robbo, he's got to keep his eye on D- DCE. We just mentioned if Marty Tapao is offloading in the second phase footy, DCE becomes one of the most dangerous guys in the field because he can zing that ball from sideline to sideline either way and create opportunities. He's obviously the main kicker in this game as well. We know how important kicking games are in final series. And if you doubted that, you certainly got showed last week just how important they are. So plenty of pressure on DCE. And if they get into second phase footy, they're in trouble. He's a guy that I like for an anytime try scorer tonight. He is going to run the ball. His support play is unreal. What I've got written down here for DCE. Expect DCE to run a heat tonight. Off the back of a poor game, he will be he, he will really take on the Chooks. Left edge defenders need to be up for this contest against DCE. He will show up ready. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. I'm expecting DCE to have a very good game tonight. Now let's move to our other clipboard. This is Desi Hazel's clipboard coming into this Sydney Roosters clash. Last week, off the top of my head, we had Tedesco, we had Radley, and then I think we have Takiaho and Rhea Hargraves. Now, Takiaho got injured, uh, but Teddy and Radley were the best two players on the field by a country mile. We spoke about that combination this week. And for me, on Desi Hazel's clipboard this week, number one is just Teddy and Radley. You need to control these two through the centre third. Obviously, individually, two sensational players. But as a combo in this team at the moment where there really isn't much doing, these two are the keys to this team. If you can limit the opportunities of Radley, if you can pressure him into passes, if you give him too much time, like I spoke about last week, their block plays just fall into time. You can see when Rads is going to go to the line and go out the back and your line speed, it needs to be going 100 miles. You need to stay together because if you don't, Radley's got a good 
good enough eye to pick that out and play off the back of it. But you need to be going up together and you need to be put, putting pressure on Radley because it's very rarely it goes from Radley to Teddy. There's normally one or two hands in between it, which are Hacho, which are Lockie Lamb, these sort of guys. And that's where you really need to pressure these guys and get up on them. But this combination, there will be a point in this game where they try and link up through the middle. There will be two or three times that they do it. Quite often, you'll see Teddy sort of hovering behind the ruck and Rads will find or find him back on the inside or they'll link up with some short passing on the A and B defenders. So it's something that players need to be aware of all night because if you're not aware of it, they will cut you up. Radley's too much of a good ball player and Teddy, he just injects himself on every single play. So they will catch you out through the centre third. Two guys at their forwards don't really need to be winning the ruck either for them to be able to do this. Radley's just got that timing. He's got that deceptively. He's fantastic at telling a lie with the football and he will catch you out. So you have to be on high alert against these two. If you can limit the impact of Teddy and Radley, I'm willing to say you win this game by 20 or 30 points. That's how important these two are to this footy side. Now, just what I had written down on the coach's clipboard there, these two torched the Titans last week. We had them as one and two on the list last week. We still undervalued them. The key to knocking over the Chooks is controlling these two. Let's move to number two on Desi Hazel's list, and a guy that has had a really good season. I think he is still underappreciated, and I think he has been underappreciated by me up until about a month ago as well. So egg all over my face there, but I think he's going to be really important coming into this game. Drew Hutchinson. Now, if you were to list the most talented guys at the Roosters, I'm not sure if he's in the top 10, but he's in this team because of his left foot kicking game. You've got Lockie Lamb, who's playing 5-8 or whatever at the moment. You've got Sam Walker, who will come off the bench. You've also got Ben Marshke in this team now at hooker. He's come in. So what it means, I can't see Ben Marshke playing a full 80 minutes at hooker. So eventually you will see Lockie Lamb jump into nine, I think, and I think you'll see Sam Walker play more minutes. Regardless, though, the main kicking game will come from Drew Hutchinson, and I have no doubt whatsoever that the Roosters and Trent Robinson, they would have cut up a heap of tight of the kicking game of of Cameron Munster in the Melbourne Storm last week and Hutcho would have watched that on repeat last week and it's all about how to take Tommy Turbo out of this game. You know with Hutcho he's a left foot kicker. The vast majority of the time he's going to get it on the left side of the ruck. You know where he's coming from. For me if I was that right edge second row which is going to be Olakwatu, my mission all night would be you need to be pressuring Drew Hutchinson on every single kick because he needs to get all of these right to take Tom Travojevic out of the game like the Melbourne Storm did. If I'm Desi Hasler, I'm giving that job to Alakawata. I'm saying you need to be on his case all night. You know he's going to do the vast majority of kicking. He will do 75 to 80% of the kicking tonight. I have no doubt about it. It's always going to come off his left foot. He always sets him up to the left side of the ruck and if he doesn't, he's on the other side. Marcus need to pressure him. Obviously with a left foot kicker, you want to be kicking on the left side of the ruck because your marker comes from your right it gives you an extra second or two to be able to kick a lot harder to put pressure on if you're kicking from the right side of the ruck and you drew Hutchinson all of a sudden you're kicking with your left foot you're a meter and a half closer to the markers it becomes a lot more difficult to kick there so pressure has to be on there first markers have to be working on last tackle if you see Hutcho over to the right side because it's a perfect opportunity to rattle him and to put in a poor kick he's going to be crucial tonight Drew Hutchinson uh, and I have no doubt whatsoever Desi Hasler is aware of that what I had written down for Hacho here, 
Munster kicked Manly out of the game last week. Hutcher doesn't have the kicking game of Munster, but Manly will take their licks from last week and apply plenty of plenty of pressure to the left foot of Drew Hutchinson. That's why he's in this team to kick for them, yeah? And he's done a splendid job of it. He's done unreal. He's got a great boot on him. He can land it in the right spots. He doesn't have that sort of Nathan Cleary kick where he'll give you nightmares, but he'll land it in the right spot nine times out of ten, Hutcho. They have to apply pressure to him. He is their main kicking game, and they have to make him sweat tonight. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Number three, I've got Jared Rhea Hargraves. I had him there last week as well with Takiyaho. Obviously, Takiyaho out. Now, it just lifts Rhea, Rhea Hargraves up another level for me. Obviously, a former Manly boy. He will be up for this one. He will be ready to rip and tear tonight. Without Takiyaho, without the rest of the forwards they're missing, this is Rhea Hargraves' pack. You have got Radley there. I understand that. But this is Jared's pack. And he has had an unreal season. He must be so battered and bruised it's not even funny and the moment they get knocked out of this side I'm tipping where Hargrave sits in an ice bath for about two to three days for me like James Tedesco I think this has been Rhea Hargrave's best season the minutes that he's been able to play and the impact he's had on games this year has been criminally underrated once again he is their best if not their second best forward week in week out he will have to be up for this one in a massive fashion for them to get the job done here. He's the main guy in this pack. As I said, Takiyaho is out. He's got Isaac Liu starting with him, which is great. Liu isn't a guy that's going to play 70 minutes, though. So a lot of pressure on Jared. You've got Nat Butcher on the bench as well, which helps. But still, a lot of inexperience on that bench. Radley's going to be doing a lot of his ball playing. It's going to be up to Rhea Hargraves to really dominate the middle to get them on the front foot. Come up against Paseca, Aloye, Marty Tapao. It is going to be a really, really tough gig. Also playing without his nine as well. So your service might not be as great. They're not going to be as dynamic out of dummy half with Marshke over Sammy Verrills. So a big test for Jared Rhea Hargraves tonight. I think he knows that he has to have one of the performances of his career for the Sydney Roosters to advance through this final series tonight. A lot of pressure on him, and I have no doubt whatsoever Desi Hasler will be all over Rhea Hargraves. He's going to try and bring it to him. There will be elbows. There will be contact. There will be shit talk. He's going to bring everything in his back pocket tonight, Jared Rhea Hargraves, because he has to. It's up to the Manly Seagulls middles to get the better of this guy. If he is the third or fourth best front rower on the field. I think Manly could win this by 20 or 30 points, but Jared, he will stand up. It's up to the Manly Seagulls to try and stop him. Unfortunately for the Roosters, I think their season does end tonight. I'm expecting the Manly Seagulls to bounce back from their loss last week. But, geez, it's hard to bet against the Roosters. And I won't be betting in this game, I don't think. I might have a couple of anytime try scorers. But I think the Roosters, you just have to respect what they've done this year. And it's really hard to bet against them. But for me, I am going to take the Manly Seagulls. I think they will take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs next week in the prelim final. 